from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast, Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. Thank you all for being here. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, now X, Twitch, Rumble, and um, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you all for being here again. Um, good morning. Packed, packed show. Yesterday, just a slew of stuff coming out, especially because it was Patch Tuesday. So obviously a huge amount of work for so many security individuals as they assess every single patch, its impact to the business, its impact to operations, and then its execution and getting it through change management, obviously, and everything else they've got to deal with on a day like Patch Tuesday. So without further ado, we'll get into that here in just a moment. And we've got a whole bunch of other stuff going on in the geopolitical realm and in the vulnerability realm that are all kind of meshing together. And it all comes together, y'all. It all just always comes together. So here we go. Let's join me for our cup of coffee this morning. Let me grab my double espresso here. There we go. My amazing double espresso coffee cup. Cheers, y'all. Yeah, I need, I need another sip this morning. Two espresso sips of my double. Really, really good. Whatever y'all are drinking, I hope it just gave you that comfort that that espresso just gave me because it was magnificent. Go check out our Substack. Very exclusive content's going to be dropping there. This Friday, we're going to be dropping two. Uh, we're going to be dropping one special on the um, Israel conflict. So that's going to be there as well. That's going to be exclusive content. And then the third and final part of our identity series is going to be dropping next week. If you haven't seen that, that's awesome as well. Um, and I had Jeff Rich on uh, the show, and we're airing that episode on Friday. Jeff runs uh, the IDSA. Um, which is an alliance all about identity for security practitioners. Um, and we talk a lot about that. So you don't want to miss that as well. Go to jamesazar.substack.com. And if you become a financial contributor helping the show, we'll be sending you one of these espresso travel mugs. So you can do that there as well. So now that let's go ahead and get started in this morning's news. VMware is disclosing a critical VCD appliance authentication bypass that currently has no patch. This impacts the cloud director, which enables VMware admins to manage their organization's cloud services as part of a virtual data center. The authorization bypass security flaw only affects appliances running VCD appliance 10.5 that were previously upgraded from an older release. The company also added that CVE 2023-34060 does not impact fresh VCD appliance 10.5 installs, Linux deployments, and other appliances as well. Unauthenticated attackers can remotely exploit the bug in low-complexity attacks that don't require user interaction. On an upgraded version of the VMware Cloud Director Appliance 10.5, a malicious actor with network access to the appliance can bypass login restrictions when authenticating on port 22 or port 5480. VMware explains this bypass is not present on port 443. On a new installation of VMware Cloud Director Appliances, the bypass is not present. There's no patch, but a workaround is available. The workaround shared will only uh, work for affected versions of the VCD appliance 10.5.0, and it requires downloading a custom script attached to this knowledge article that's in the show notes and running it on cells exposed to CVE 2023-34060. So you want to get on that as well. That's significant, again, and it's a low-complexity attack. 
those who know geography know that Australia is an island and it's a continent and it's all on its own. And for years, Australia's kind of been its own place. 45 million kangaroos, another, you know, X amount of million people in population, a beautiful, beautiful country with a coastline and fishing and just outdoor activities and amazing people. I've spent months in Australia. I've got so many Aussie friends. I love it. Well, now the Aussies are waking up to the new reality that state-sponsored cyber groups and attackers are increasing assaults on Australia's critical infrastructure, businesses, and homes, according to a new government report, adding that its new defense agreement with the UK and the US have likely made it more of a target. Reports of cybercrime surged 23% uh, to more than 94,000 in the financial year to June, according to the Australian Cybersecurity Center in its annual report released yes, uh, this morning, in fact. Uh, it was Wednesday morning, 12 hours ago, 14 hours ago there. So the cyber threat continues to grow, according to Defense Minister Richard Marlis, according, uh, in his conversation with ABC Radio. We're also seeing a greater interest from state actors in Australia's critical infrastructure. In May, the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance and Microsoft said a state-sponsored Chinese hacking group was spying on U.S. critical infrastructure organizations. The U.S., Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the U.K. make up the Five Eyes Intelligence Sharing Networks. Techniques used by the Chinese um, could be used against uh, Australia's critical infrastructure, including telecom, energy, and transportation. There's strategic uh, uh, parts to that in Australia, by the way, of why they would target that one. There's a military, obviously there's a naval base for the U.S. in Northern Australia. Uh, Australia has been part of every single international alliance uh, into war, so all of those do matter for the Aussies. And so that's kind of what we're seeing here from Australia. But yeah, you're, you are going to be a target. And the country is like, well, maybe it's our alliance. It could be, or it could be that you're just becoming a greater global player. and You have greater impact. And so you become a bigger target. And the same applies to your organization, by the way. You may not be the target, but you may work with someone who is. And so going after you, Helps me get to the other person. You hear that constantly, but you don't always take it in. This story should help you take that in. Australia is surprised they're being targeted and the critical infrastructure is. Why? You're in the Five Eyes intelligence sharing. You're hosting military uh, uh, um, um, commands in your country from the U.S., from the U.K., from other allied countries. You're going to be a target, and the same applies for your businesses. A new method attack called Cash Wrap was discovered by researchers from the CISPA, Helmholtz Center for Information Security in Germany, and the Gross University of Technology in Austria, and independent researcher Yu Hang Liu. Cash Wrap affects the AMD Secure Encrypted Virtualization, a CPU extension designed for isolating VMs from the underlying hypervisor at the hardware level. This enables developers to securely deploy VMs even if the hypervisor is untrusted. AMD SEV provides protection by encrypting VM data, including memory and register state. The feature, particularly the new SEV SNP, the secure nested paging, is highly useful for protecting sensitive data in cloud environments, securing VMs against even compromised or untrusted cloud providers. According to researchers who discovered the attack method, CashRap can allow malicious attackers to hijack control flow, break into encrypted VMs, and escalate privileges. In a CashRap attack scenario, the attacker has elevated privileges and no control over the data or code inside the targeted VM. 
It's been described as a software-based fault injection attack that is possible due to hardware issues in AMD's CPUs. The researchers pointed out that the root causes an architectural bug and CashRap is not a transient execution or side channel attack like many other CPU attack methods disclosed in recent year, but it can impact any system powered by AMD CPU that supports SEV and only users who deploy secure virtual machines using SEV are at risk of these attacks. So something to keep in mind. Let's get into Patch Tuesday recap here. We've picked a handful of these because there's so many of them, but we'll start off with the world leading company, Microsoft. They've addressed 63 security bugs, including five zero days, y'all. Five, five zero days. Uh, CVE 2023-36025, a Windows smart screen security feature bypass vulnerability. Uh, 2023-30633, a Windows DWM core library elevation of privilege vulnerability. CVE 2023-36063, or 36036, Windows Cloud Files mini filter driver elevation of privilege vulnerability. And CVE 2023-36038, an ASP.NET core denial of service vulnerability as well as CVE 2023-36413, a Microsoft Office security feature bypass vulnerability. Both could be exploited by an attacker to gain system privileges while making it possible to bypass Windows Defender smart screen checks and their associated prompts. Um, so all of these have now been patched, and you want to make sure you get those done. Several of these have already been added to the Sysa Kev catalog where fixes need to, to need to apply no later than December 5th as well. So a total of 60 three vulnerabilities patch there. SAP for their end announced the release of three new and three updated security notes as part of their November 2023 security patch day. The, their rated hot news, which is their critical zero day types. The highest rating in their notebook is a newly released security note addresses a vulnerability in enterprise resource planning application business one. That's the ERP system. CV 2023-31403 has a CVSS score of 9.6. The bug is described as an improper access control in Business One product installation. The process allows anonymous users read and write access to the SMB shared folder, affected components, our crystal report, shared folder, traditional mobile apps, uh, RSP, job service, and Bass Enterprise Application Security Firm OneOpsys explains. So there's those as well. And the chip makers have all also done their own patch Tuesday Intel published 31 advisories covering roughly 105 vulnerabilities. One of the most interesting flaws patched by Intel this week is a CPU flaw discovered internally by the company and independently by Google researchers. It's been dubbed a Reptar track the CV 2023-23583. The security hole can allow an attacker with access to a guest machine in a multi-tenant virtualized environment to cause the host machine and other guest machines on the same host to crash. Intel also informed customers of a critical vulnerability with a CVSS score of 10 affecting the data center manager software. The flaw track, the CV 2023-31273, can allow an unauthenticated attacker to escalate privileges via network access. These are all going to be attacked. Patch them immediately. AMD published 20 uh, uh, security advisories uh, addressing a total of 27 vulnerabilities. One of those advisories, CV 2023-205902, which is the cash wrap. We just talked about that as well. So that's been patched there as well an alert over an oracle for uh didos botnet targeting a public docker this is a publicly accessible docker engine api instance that are being targeted by threat actors as part of a campaign designed to co-opt the machines into joining a didos botnet dubbed oracle 4 
Attackers are exploiting this misconfiguration to deliver a malicious Docker container built from an image named Oracle 4 underscore latest and containing a Python malware compiled as an ELF executable, according to Cato researchers Nate Bill and Matt Moyer. The malicious activity starts when attackers using an HTTP post request to Docker's API to retrieve a malicious image from Docker Hub, which in turn runs a command to retrieve a shell script from a command and control server. It purports to be a MySQL image for Docker and has pulled has been pulled around 3,500 times to date. In a perhaps not surprising twist, the image also includes additional instructions to fetch an XMR uh, rig miner and its configuration from the same servers. Although there has been no evidence of crypto mining, nonetheless, this is still a significant threat and something to keep an eye on in terms of network activity. The Department of Justice announced today that the FBI took down the network and infrastructure of a botnet proxy service called IPStorm. IPStorm enabled cyber criminals to run malicious traffic anonymously through Windows, Linux, Mac, and Android devices all over the world. In connection to the case, Sergei Makinin, a Russian Moldovan national, pleaded guilty to three counts relevant to computer fraud and now faces a maximum penalty of 10 years in the U.S. penitentiary system. The DOJ announced announcement describes IPStorm as a proxy botnet that enables criminal scammers and others to evade uh, blocks and remain anonymous by channeling their traffic through thousands of compromised devices in people's homes or offices, according to court documents. From at least June of 2019 through December of 2022, Mackinnon developed and deployed malicious software to hack thousands of IoT devices around the world, including Puerto Rico. So there's that as well. So there's all of those fun things happening on this amazing Wednesday morning. That's it for our show today. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Wrapping up this week, Friday, we're dropping a very special Friday conversation. Jeff Reich, the executive director at the IDSA. For everything, we're going to be talking all things identity. Those who know and follow the podcast know I'm very passionate about identity. A great, great conversation with Jeff. That'll air at 1 p.m. Eastern on Friday. So you want to tune in to that. Till then, have a great rest of your day, y'all. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.